So, Fat Man, have we lost Fat Man already? No, my computer's being... Fat Man. Yeah, it's, like, it's lagging. Being, it's being Canadian. Oh, I mean, Canadian. it probably is, eh? Yeah, like, on my feed, I had, like, a minute 20 left, but I knew it was lagging. <laughs> so You know, we'll talk about that and more on the wrestling show. everyone this is sleazy this is the fat man and welcome everyone to another wonderful episode today we have a very special canadian on the show ryan williams is here with us hey oh uh also you forgot the ring of honor scorecard champion go fuck yourself <laughs> god damn it and before we do anything else i have a cool little stat about the show we're gonna talk about what's that who is the only person to wrestle on the first Death Before the Zoner in this pay-per-view? That's a good question. So it has to be somebody that's wrestled on this this past Friday's show. And the first Death Before the Zoner, as I have it up here now, July 19th, 2003. So like almost... No. It was Joe. Was it Joe? Joe, in the main event, defended the Ring of Honor World title against Paul Lundman. Wow. You know what? This is the the first death before Dishonor was the dog collar match between Punk and Raven. Oh, ah. yeah, that's right. So, like, nobody remembers Samoa Joe squashing Paul Lundman. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. The um, other title match on the card, just to finish it off, AJ Styles and the Amazing Red defending against the Briscoes. Wow. What a fucking match that would have been. Right? They were your three big matches of the night. Ten years ago, almost to the day. Except it was 20. What? Canadian math. Yeah. Canadian math, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we got Death Before Dishonor, 2023. I'm still bitter about it for multiple uh, reasons. It took place July 21st in Trenton, New Jersey. I still can't believe you it's, didn't go, Dick. Can you leave in New Jersey? New Jer it was, and that was one of the, the things I'm pissed about, is that it literally was 90 minutes away, and I just wouldn't have made it on time. It was just far enough away that I wouldn't have been able to make it. Go ahead. Stop choking on the dick and say New Jersey. Yes, but for fuck's sake. And Trenton Poopy. Um, did anyone watch the pre-show? Kind of? As we were talking about it, I kind of got it a little bit and like running back and forth and shit. Well, I definitely I, watched. 
Oh, I come in knowing AR Fox was going to fucking win because they had announced oh? it was F.A. What? Oh, floppy ankles! There oh, you okay. Go. It's okay. not AR, it's F.A. Re re refer to him by his real name. Slave name? Um. God oh. damn it! <laughs> I said Four real minutes. name. <laughs> Four I said real name. I said real name. Yeah, well, it's not floppy ankles either, dickhead. It's probably, uh, no. <laughs> then it'll be four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes. His real God. name is floppy ankles. Ted. Learn the gimmicks of the fucking show. His real name's Thomas, okay? Thomas James yeah. Ballister. Ballister, yeah. No, floppy ankles. First name floppy, last name ankles. Floppy ankles. Um, yeah, everyone knew Air Fox was going to win that match because they literally in the middle of the match. Oh, by the way, or not really, but they announced it Wednesday that him versus Orange Cassidy. So, yeah. And Shane Taylor just after losing the finals to uh, Dalton Castle for the TV title shot is like, man, poor Shane Taylor. <laughs> yeah, that was a good match, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It's funny how Shane Taylor was the one that got left behind, and Keith Lee went off and then didn't do anything. Yeah, it is. It's 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 interesting how that entire thing just kind of imploded on itself, and I don't know. It just Shane's one of those guys where I think that in <laughs> another era, in another company, he'd be their top star. But there's just yep. so much talent around him that he kind of got left in a lurch because of it. So you mean like Junkyard Dog Mid-South? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think if he was in MLW, he would have been their big star. You know, something like that. Or yeah, like sure. NWA. You know, something like that. All right. Show opens. Hold on, hold on. This is funny to say, but not say. But like, NWA was uh, racist for their stars. So like, yeah, that's true as well. Maybe NWA wasn't a good example. Mid, that's why I said Mid South because Mid South they got over and it wasn't too bad. But like, had he gone to like NWA, like, ah, yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Show opens with. <laughs> A Lucha Libre match. We're Gravity versus Commander. <laughs> 10 minutes and 15 seconds. So the only place I found star ratings for this show was Voice of Wrestling. And three of the fuckers on there did it, so I just took their average. Oh, oh God. No, we don't do that on this show. Taking the averages of the authenticity representation of the shit. Because if they were going to do that, we would have did it on our year-end awards for years now. What are you talking about? I keep wanting to push the year-end awards of everybody pick the top three, and then we'll do a point system on who wins the actual wrestler of the year and tag team of the year. But if you're going to take three... You're comparing added, apples to rocks right now. They're painted red. <laughs> <laughs> I chipped the tooth on both of them. Nah, I just swallowed whole. Their average was three and a quarter for this match. Okay. Sleazy. I gave it 
two and a quarter. Um, I thought it was okay. It was a traditional Lucha Libre match that they tried to tell a story in, but they didn't because they're former tag partners. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of gravity style, honestly. Uh, gravity, by the way, is Bandito's younger brother. Um, but it just, I don't know. It didn't work for me, but it was, it was a nice way to get like a, a very WCW like, uh, situation where you know they're starting off with the cruisers to try and get the crowd out but this was match five so i don't know what the hell i'm talking about starting off the pay-per-view yeah it is different no matter what the pre-show is there's people that will just watch pay-per-view this was a good little lucha libre opener i liked it i know fat man hated it i liked it i thought it was really good and i liked the finish because i had no fucking clue who gravity was and did not expect him to win at all. And then one was like, oh, cool. Okay. Right on. It's not like they're doing anything with Commander and AEW anyways. True. So it's like the loss didn't really hurt him. It's just most people would have assumed Commander was winning this. Yeah. <sighs> it was an okay match for a house show. I mean... I feel like that's higher than I thought you were going to rate us. Me too. <laughs> Me too, actually. I thought I was going to be the, the overrated, overrated piece of shit. Yeah. No, it looks like Voice of Wrestling is. Um, I wasn't impressed with Gravity either. He was sloppy. Um, he looked like a special needs Buzz Lightyear. You know, I thought he'd stolen Colin Delaney's gear from To Infinity and Beyond. Um... My girlfriend who watched this with me literally said he looks like a Buzz Lightyear ripoff. Mm-hmm. How is the talking sex dolls from Japan? Are they They're great. <laughs> Beautiful. Sleazy, I mean, Sleazy would know. I don't, I'm not sure what. I'm not into Asians. So. Ixnay on the Asian sex doll A. Why is Michelle there? Uh, Michelle <laughs> is not here. <laughs> Michelle's the name of a sex doll. Mm-hmm. Had I had you popped up a little rubber hand, then that would have been some funny. You just pushed it back down. If only I had one. I would absolutely do that. Just like, yeah, head and dad are just like a mannequin head coming up. You just see the hair, and you're like, mm. With the and then all of a sudden you hear Al's nose. Yeah. Where's my waifu pillow? Damn it. Um, Did you call your wife a pillow? No, waifu pillow. Like as in, it's not something you normally deal with. All the weebs know. You'll be fine. Okay. Um, ROH Television Championship. Samoa Joe defends against uh, Dalton Castle. 13 minutes, 35 seconds. Voice of Wrestling gave this three stars. Ryan. Um. I like, uh, I don't know if you, because I read dirt sheets all the time, because I'm a fucking journalist and want to find out everything I can. Huh? This match was never supposed to happen on the pay-per-view. Did you know this? I no. did not. No, apparently Joe was supposed to take some time off. With Joe taking time off, the finals of Dalton Castle versus Shane Taylor were supposed to happen at the pay-per-view. Then the shit happened with Mark Briscoe. Which or which was because stuff happened with Eddie Kingston, then it became Mark Briscoe, then it became Pac. They called Joe back to do the pay-per-view so they could have a bit more star power. Okay. 
with that being said, like the switch of it, this is a great little match. Joe's fucking unbeatable. This is Samoa Joe. This is Samoa Joe everywhere he's ever been, except WWE, but he just was injury prone to WWE. Yeah. It was an okay match for a house show. Not surprising. AEW refereeing fucks the matchup. It has really nothing to do with the competitors. It's just it does take away from the match. So the boys interfere constantly in front of the referee. And then the one time they do it behind the referee's back, Stokely Hathaway tells the referee, and the referee's like, okay, you got to leave. What What was the point? It was – really? And they go right into the finish. And they right go right to the finish. Yeah. So it's nothing to do with it, but it was dumb booking, and it took away from the match. So nothing on them, but it did take away. After watching the finish of Blood and Guts, this finish wasn't that bad. Like, I don't even mind. And even Stokely Hathaway being, like, the authority power in Ring of Honor, that part made sense to me. I hated it, personally. I, I thought it I did. I I agree with Fat Man that it took away with the match. I still thought that they the match itself was pretty decent up to the finish. Um, I gave it three stars. A um, couple of notes that I have. Uh, big fuck you to Joe for the 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 uh, Senton, uh splash onto Dalton. He was so high up on him, he literally landed ass first on his fucking chest. Um, I loved the spot where Joe does the walk away spot, but the boys catch Dalton on the dive instead. Love that it. was really really cool. Um, the problem is. <laughs> Well, the thing is, the camera didn't catch it. Nope. And it was a tragedy because I thought that was the top, one of the top spots of the entire match was that thing. Um, No, that spot was for us. That wasn't the top match for the spot. That's for all of us that pop at that spot, that love that little spot that Joe walks away because he's a piece of shit. Ha, 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 funny. Like, that wasn't a crucial spot to that match. No, it wasn't. Absolutely. I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying that it was one of my favorite spots in the match. Like, one of my top spots. Um, but, but yeah, it was still it was still a three-star match. I mean, it was a good match. It just... it The finish made it... could It could have been a better match. It just wasn't. That's all. Right. Ryan, you talked about it, right? Yeah, I thought, like I said, I'll say it again. I thought the match was good. This is uh, the Samoa Joe that should be shown to everybody. Do you do you believe, and I'll throw this out there, one of the things that we always talk about on the show is that Joe was injury prone in WWE. Do you think he was injury prone because he was just doing more shows at that point and his body just couldn't handle it? Exactly. Yeah, maybe. When, when you when you only have to do this once every couple of weeks versus I mean, once every second day, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's possible. 
possible. Yo, Dogger, who'd you like tag team matches? Oh, I fucking love this one. Shocker. Four-way match for the ROH Tag Team Championship. Lucha Bros defends against the Kingdom. Best friends in Aussie Open. 17 minutes and 13 seconds. Voice of Wrestling gave this four stars. Good on them, because this match was fucking great. Uh, there was no wrong kids in this match to die. Everybody that could have won this match could have had a legitimate push, especially where this is Ring of Honor and it's not... It's not the NHL, it's the AHL. It's not AEW, it's Ring of Honor. Like, that kind of visionary to look at it. But I was shocked that Ozzy opened out of all of them. Did he? <laughs> what? You froze a little bit. You froze a little bit. That's how, that's how shocked I was that Ozzy opened won this match. He's <laughs> like, yeah, fuck it. Everybody's um, showing too, like, and you still got your feuds come out of it later with the Lucha Brothers and Best Friends. The Kingdom are always going to be attached to the tag titles because they're always attached to the Briscoes, and those Briscoes, the Ring of Honor tag team titles, will forever be attached to the Briscoes now. Yep. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so I was also shocked that Ozzy opened one, and you know what, Ryan? Fuck you. I'm going to say it. Wrong kids died. Who did you think was supposed to win? Kingdom, 100%. Okay. Just like in the ladder match at uh, Supercard of Honor. I was like, there's no way Jay Briscoe's mm-hmm. not winning the ROH World title. Like, the Kingdom's definitely winning this match. Like, 100%. Nope. And I was just like, okay. That's... I guess that's fuck the Kingdom again. Like, like yeah, I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> like... Again, all four are deserving. All four make great champions, but wrong kids did die. The, the kingdom should have won this match. Uh, I gave it three and a half stars. Uh, really good chaotic tag team match. Um, of course, put to kick you out at one after a spike pile driver. Fuck you. Well, you don't have to bring that up. Um, just fuck you. Just, I hate those spots. Just and is it is it the Lucha Bros finishing move a spike package pile driver? It's a double stomp package pile driver, actually. But I, I'll, I'll forgive you. Same thing. No, it's, it's not. over spiky. <laughs> same thing. It's same more guy. Spiky. Same but le- same letter. Same guy. Same freaking guy. So double fuck you on that one. And also, it's a fear factor. Mm. But also. <laughs> Sleazy. You pretentious piece of shit. Um, King Sleazy. King Sleazy. <laughs> um, suplex. Uh, wow. The suplex spot to the outside was really cool. Um, there was a point in the match where nobody had any idea who was legal. Because they just started tagging each other. I'm like, uh, isn't Penta and Trent legal? And then all of a sudden the kingdom were in there and everybody else is in there and everyone was trying to tag themselves in. Get Fuck your, in. yeah, it, basically. Yeah. Fuck your prial drivers. Um, the Maria spot, the, the hug Maria spot. That was yep. great. I love that. Ozzy open was a surprise. I actually really enjoyed the match despite it being a multi-man match. Uh, I gave it four stars. 
dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I like trios matches. Yo, uh, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. I do, but it is a trios match. Yo, dog, ROH six-man tag team championship. So, fuck your trios. Nah, fuck you. Embassy. You can say ignorant things like floppy ankles and I moan and Natasha it's, and okay. One, those are their names. Okay, so their I'm calling people by their names. Their nicknames. This literally is the ROH Six Man Tag Team Championship. That is so true. So I'm going to call it a six man match, and we call it by a nickname, which is trios. But it's a nickname, not their name. So kind of like Imon spelled backwards is a nickname. That's literally her name, though. It is. It's I'm not. Her name backwards. is Trinity. You asshole. Her name is Imon spelled backwards. Her name that's, is Trinity Fatu. Her slave name. Her real name is Trinity Fatu. Her <laughs> real name is Imon spelled backwards. What a callback. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. Bellissimo. <laughs> I moan first name, spell middle name, backwards last name. Spell middle name. <laughs> God damn it. I moan spell backwards. See, that's so about these trios match that we're talking about with some championship. The six-man match is Mogul MBC defending against six or nine and Leo Ruffin. 12 well, as long as it's not Leo Rush. 12 minutes in. Fuck 20 you, man. Seconds. Leave me a rush alone. Nah, I'm it. trying to get the stats in. Another gimmick, and you're not letting me. It's only a gimmick when I say fat man. Hit him with the stats. Voice of Wrestling gave us three and three quarters. What? Are you fucking kidding me? This is a star and a half. He had a rating, so maybe somebody rated it low and somebody rated it high. Remember, it's a collaborative. Well, collaborate this bullshit. One of them gave it four, one of them gave it three and a half, and one of them gave it three and three quarters, so it's three. And guess what? They're all over-raising pieces of shit. Um, The entire match was a mess. Um, The only reason why they were here was to get some New Japan talent on the card and fill it out a bit. Um, Ruffin is a cool little scrappy underdog, but the, there was no doubt of who was winning this. And there was no doubt of how it was, di- how kids were dying. Um, it was just, I hated it. Honestly, I was not a fan. So I guess I'm the other piece of shit. I gave it the Mike Sanders. Um, Ooh, above average. <laughs> The whole match was just freaking roughing, taking the heat, and then mm-hmm. getting destroyed at the end. So it was, yeah. I mean, they're was, not losing those belts till best friends needs the six man tags, and are not getting them in AEW. Right. So. Yeah. It won't be until way after Orange Cassidy loses the the All Atlantic oh, Championship. Fuck. Or the international championship, or whatever. He doesn't watch the it. product. He I don't watch the product. Fuck that. I don't watch this shit. All right, Ryan, go ahead. Talk about it. Um, it was a match that totally happened on this pay per view. It was. You're right. There was people in it. Um, I'll give you my take on it. Is this why Brian Cage ain't no routes? Because like he's not as good as what he thinks he is. 
Like he's stuck in meaningless. We'll, we'll call let's call a, a, we'll call a, a spade a spade. Like he's in meaningless six man matches, whether they're for championships or not, for a title. Like he should not be in where he's two. It's kind of hiding him where he was supposed to be this big fucking great guy. Why? What's your problem? What's your deal? Why are you being talked away on this show and on a throwaway match that shouldn't have happened? Like. You know what I mean? I I I understand that. Um, this is a guy that came in not just as a big deal, but as a big deal with Jake the fucking Snake Roberts. You know what I mean? And what? I 100% agree with that. You know, just why? And I hate I hate to put down the six man tag titles, but they're at best a mid card title in Ring of Honor. You know what I mean? And it's just, I don't know. Yeah, um, I like Brian Cage, but you got a point. He he is kind of stuck in a six-man. I'm not saying he's floundering, but he's not moving up the card either, so I'm not quite sure. What's... Well, they put him over on commentary at least. Oh, great. Oh, speaking of commentary, can we talk? We're about halfway through the show now. Yeah. Can we talk about the commentary? Yeah. I thought this was the worst commentated ROH show I've heard in a very long time. Why do you think that is? I have a reason why. Like, um, we'll get to it in the fight without honor, but there was... They set up the table spot right at the beginning with Grayson and Uso. You see them do it Uso? on camera. Uno, my bad. Yeah, that's two matches away, dickhead. We're talking about the trios. But I'm just, the yeah, this is this is this goes part of the part of the commentary. Right. You see him do it. You see the table. Then he goes through. The, Uno goes through the table, and who is it? Uh, Caprice Coleman's all like, where'd the table come from? You saw them set it up. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the examples. Like, he did it all night long. Where'd that come from? Are you watching your monitor? Okay, so wa- <laughs> you're, you're actually going to make my point is that Caprice Coleman was the problem on commentary. Yeah. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a man who's been doing it for a while now, Caprice has been doing shows with Ring of Honor for a while as commentator. This was atrocious what he was doing. And mm-hmm. it just shows it just goes to show you how much a commentator can affect your end product like that. Um and it's not like they don't have enough fucking commentators between Ring of Honor and AEW. Get somebody better than Caprice. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um yeah, it, he was the all night. He was like that, and I'm just saying that example, Ryan, because that was the one that came to mind the first. Oh, okay, minute. okay. Because, but he did it all night. Like even during the um, tag title match, he's like, "Where'd that come from? Where is you he coming from? What's going on? Where's he coming from? What's he? You're are you watching your monitor? Because I'm seeing it." <laughs> I know where it's coming from. Are you not paying attention? Are you looking down at your phone and be like, where'd that come from? He's like Booker T uh, ordering DoorDash. 
during the show. Yeah, no, I would too. <laughs> ROH Pure Championship, Shibata defends against Daniel Garcia, 14 minutes and 36 seconds. Voice of Wrestling gave this four and a quarter over rated pieces of fucking shit. Wow, fucking thumbs on mad, Jesus Christ. Heaven forbid somebody likes a pure wrestling match. <laughs> this was an okay match for a house show at best. Get the fuck out. Um, yeah, just get the fuck out. Some, how about, yeah, here you go. Stutter out your explanation now. No, it was more frustrating because both these guys can go. I know Daniel Garcia is doing a stupid dance thing. Because he's a sports entertainer. Watch the product. He's a sports entertainer. I did watch the product. Fuck <laughs> off. But it just, the, when he was doing it, didn't make sense in the match. And I don't 100% disagree. Yeah, right. I don't, like, yeah, I don't mind the spot. It just, I don't know. It just, it didn't click. It could have been better. How about that? My frustration was I thought this match could have been way better than it should that it was. And again, it was just Shibata doing fucking kicks and chops and just I'm you know I'm not into that thing. So May I, sir? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Overrate it. I agree with whoever voices of wrestling. It was four and a quarter stars. Um the dancing spot. Okay, so everyone knows how I feel about the dancing spot with with Garcia. I actually don't like it. Why? Uh, um, because it's it's gotten overused. But the three times they did it in this match made sense. I okay. I don't think it's get overused. the fuck off here and you you shaking your head. Get the fuck out of here. I don't it, think it's overused because it shows. That he's trying to be a sports entertainer. Yes. But he's really a wrestler. 100%. I 100% agree with that. That And at the end of the day, it's gotten him in the limelight. It's going to make him more money. And Daniel Garcia, a Buffalo boy, always going to be on my book here. On the other side of the ring is a man who came back from literally a career-ending injury. And still, New Japan won't book him because they're afraid he's going to die in the fucking ring. Man, sure Page came back from a career in an injury when that black guy assaulted her in the three-way. That's how her neck got hurt. <laughs> First of all, put some put some respect on Austin Creed's name. No, it was Xavier Woods that hit it. Austin Creed is the guy that runs something else. Oh, he was up, up, down, and down in it. <laughs> but yeah, I, to, to be perfectly frank with you, the man had a brain, brain bleed. You know, he's fucking, you know, you don't want to fucking do too many fucking weird spots in, in that match. Take a look at, if you look at the match from that perspective and you understand that he's barely taking any bumps, look at the bumps he was taking. Suplex spots. And he did one throw. That's it. He didn't take a bump the entire match. And he still managed to tell a beautiful story about a kid that's coming up. He did put his heart into it. 
still trying to be a sports entertainer, still trying to show off, but he still respected him enough to raise his hand at the end. It told a beautiful story, and I dare say it was probably one of the of my favorite pure title matches since the pure championship came back. I loved it. And I hate the pure title, or the pure the pure rules and stuff like that. I really don't like it. So there you go. Ryan. Uh, I'm with Sleazy. I'm not the biggest fan of pure wrestling sometimes. But when I find when it's really good, it's good. This, I really like this. I, I like everything about it. Daniel Garcia, in, I would say, the past year, year and a half, to me, has been the face of the pure division. Him and Yuta, because they've been feuding over, they've been having all these matches, they've been bringing this belt into a limelight on something that not a lot of people kind of knew about before or thought about that they didn't watch Ring of Honor. So the fact that that belt got on AEW TV as well is good. Uh, I don't know who's going to beat Shibata at this point, because I really thought Garcia was winning the belt back tonight. After they lost the tag title tournament, I thought Garcia, okay, Garcia's getting a pure title back tonight, and they'll run with that for a little bit. And But, uh, no, I didn't hate it. That was good, and it's going to be interesting to see who Shibata loses and drops the ball to. Honestly? That's the only interesting part. I who, Who's Shibata going to? Fuck you. Um, I, I think I think at the end of the day, it's going to be somebody like Josh Woods. Um, Who, coming out of the TV spoilers after Collision, Josh Wood calls out Shibata for a pure title match. Yeah, I think I think he is the next one. And honestly, I'm not super stoked about that. So we have a we have a comment from M3 TV on YouTube. Shibata wants to be the longest reigning pure champion now. He said so at the media scrum. So he's going to be an ROH for a good while. And then I got then. It's blocked. I can't see what the other one. He won't drop it for a while, for a good while. Yeah. Um, here's Dan here's is such a, uh, Jillian, Julian says Dan Garcia is such a good wrestler. Maybe people forgot that he won Bola in 2022. That's also true. Um, and, and my that thing is that, that he won Bola last year. Yeah. No, I I see. My thing is is that I like Shibata. I like Daniel Garcia. I to me. It didn't click. That's me. I just, mm-hmm. it just didn't click. And, and again, and, I'm not big on that strong style. I'm just going to kick you. And that's all my offense. So, yeah, well, um, just, just an FYI, um, uh, M3 TV is, uh, um, I'm, I'm Sweet. blanking on their name. Sweet. Rock solid. Um, which by the way, I'll, I'll put them over this morning. I was on their show. Um, that episode's coming out to, uh, um, coming out shortly. Um, they had me on the show to talk about tribalism between, uh, AEW and WWE. So, uh, check them out. Um, I'll put their links, uh, in the liner episode. Oh, we all Um, know WWE's better. So it doesn't matter. Oh, fuck you. There's my answer. There's my answer to that. I don't even have a camera, and I'm just acknowledging with the one finger. <laughs> acknowledging me with the one finger. Uh, oh, yeah. One finger, honor. all right. 
Dude, one I'm thing. number one. I'm the only Hall of Famer on the show. We already know this. That's a lie. Um, you made somebody else a Hall of Famer. You're not the only Hall of Famer. Uh, I'm, did I say I was the only Hall of Famer on the show? If you opened up your ears, you shut your mouth a little bit more, you'd be able to hear me. Wednesday night at 6 p.m., they said. Yes. Um, sleeping. Oh, Josh, the goods, Woods, too. He's really good, too. Do you guys, did you guys watch the pure tournament with him and uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I did, yes. Yeah, we, we it's not mm. like we are, you know. Josh Woods' pure title reign was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lost it to Gresham. Nah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know you're not the biggest fan of Gresham. But my, okay. my issue with Gresham was the same way my issue with Zack Sabre Jr. is I feel like that's fantastic that you can – it probably would have been Danielson had Danielson not gone to WWE. That's fair, yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, he would literally be and learn how to do everything, I'll say. It. Not just one certain style and be good at one of it, but he learned the rest of it what he needed. Z- Sabre Jr. or Gresham with the WWE, they would at least find or point them on the rest of the stuff that they were missing. Yeah. yeah I... All right. Fight without honor. The righteous versus the dark order. 16 minutes. Of Yo, dogs. I heard you like hardcore trios matches. I do. I do. I, 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 just, like see that. A, I just see a fight I like without that honor. Thing. I don't see anything I... about the trios matches here. I just see a fight without honor. Can you kick him from the podcast and just be the sleazy horseman for this match? It might be. It might well, be. He, well, hold on. Hold on. Boys for Wrestling gave us four stars. Okay. This was great. I, th- I feel like that. I don't want to call it a five-star match. Because, like, there, if I'm calling something a five-star match, it's really, this was really close for me to be, like, that – because this match was fucking great. And if you watch the product, this storyline has been evolving forever. About the turn with Sue Grayson and the Righteous and all that. And, and the finish involved fucking Legos. So, like... <clears throat> why not? They listened, they listened to the show. Yeah, I have in my notes, Evil Uno, a fan of the wrestling show. <laughs> I will buy your yeah. merch. Join Um one of my biggest things about this match, which sounds so stupid. I can't wait. I didn't realize at first because he looked familiar and then I was like, who the fuck is Dutch? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. So stupid of me because I was like, wait a second. I know who that is. Who the fuck is that? And for people who don't know, it's Detective Bill Carr, obviously. But it's just like. I didn't put two and two together because I, I hashtag don't watch the product. You know, I, I didn't realize that he was a part of the righteous and but this he was whole a story. part of righteous when Taven and, uh, when Taven and Vincent had their feud before yep. they left for TNA. Right. Mm-hmm. So, which makes it even worse. <laughs> yep. That, and I, I, I don't understand why I needed that to click the match itself. Great. Oh yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. great spots. The the obviously the Lego spots were all great. I love the fact that Uno took two power bombs. Well, he took two power bombs, but he also did a an offensive bump accidentally onto the Legos and he sold and it anyway. Sold it. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's shit like that where it's just like little Unlike shit like that. Unlike in Blood and like, Guts, mm. they're just falling on thumbtacks. I mean, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. I'm a, Abushi, <laughs> a, Abushi does that after. True. So, was that uh, on TV? I no, just saw it the... wasn't on TV. Okay. It was well, okay, it wasn't thumbtacks. It was the glass that was sitting in the ring for the whole match. And they're just taking buffs on and just getting right up from. But okay. No, yeah, then you blame Adrenaline. I you broke, always have an answer for everything, dude. I, well, I, I broke my arm in the ring and still tried to keep wrestling the match. I understand how adrenaline works. You don't think no better. You don't know no better. That's a real-life thing that, regardless, you have to fucking suspend your disbelief. I don't have to suspend shit. If so someone's taking a bump into gas, if someone's taking bumps into glass, they should sell it. There's no suspending disbelief. There is, because if the glass isn't pointed up, you're just landing on flat glass. Unlike Do I have to be the fucking voice of reason here? That uh, may be the stupid... Ryan, I love you. That may be the stupidest thing I think you've ever said. Man, we're, we watch professional wrestling, and you can't understand to suspend disbelief on some stuff, but love other stuff. Yeah. Shocker. Tribalism. Like I said, WWE's better. Hashtag we're not even talking about those. Right? Fuck. Hashtag doesn't matter. Hashtag house show. Susie, what'd you rate it? I gave it four stars. I thought it was it was really good. Um, the only thing that, um, who the fuck brought the barber table to catering? Um, <clears throat> Janice is hashtag all elite. Uh, Janice uh, hashtag honor. It's true, yeah, but the joke works better because. They do the all okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry to kill your joke with logic on in an unlogical situation. Right? Thanks, fucker. <laughs> um, one last thing: the biggest botch of commentary the entire show happened here. Motherfucking Ian Riccoboni sat there and said, "Look at the size of that ladder." Stu Grayson's got to be 5'10". It's double him. Fuck you for shoot telling everyone Stu Grayson's height. <laughs> God damn it, pal. He's at least six foot. At least on and he tells all of his ring rats. All the rats. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can call the boys out for cheating on the wives and ring rats, but I can't wait one little funny racist comment without you... <laughs> Perfect. Because <laughs> the boys here's, are ready here's the thing. Call them out on their shit. Here's the thing. Calling them out on their shit and being racist are again comparing apples to rocks. Yes, I know. Calling so, the boys out on their shit is the apples because you don't call your boys out on their shit. You can be a little racist, but you're not going to break up a marriage or somebody wanted a blowjob in the back of a U-Haul as the ring was being broken down. That was oddly I, specific. First of all, yes, I was gonna say. I was literally gonna say. I was just gonna say. Speaking of experience, <laughs> like number two, it was a joke anyway because of all the people that would probably cheat on the roster, he's probably lowest. Um, but in all seriousness, though, it 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 just goes to show you that. You know, wrestling's still at the end of the day trying to be 
you know, larger than life. So to to call somebody out on commentary that he's five ten, god damn it, pal. God damn. Is it five ten is an appropriate height for the fucking wrestlers in Ring of Honor and AEW because they don't slash know how to slash one to book anybody over six foot to look like a legitimate monster like they should, which is a staple in wrestling, regardless of what it is. Brian Cage, Keith Lee, Giants. Who can wrestle like the flippy floppy fox? Mm-hmm. And they're still not pulled. They don't like size. Um, I think part of the reason why they don't like size is that they don't size doesn't work. You know what I mean? In 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 the sense Bullshit. of No, 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 no. In the sense of they're not that's why they brought in Keith Lee and Brian Cage. You're not seeing Kane or some amalgamation of Kane in yeah, WWE. Yeah, wouldn't jump over the top rope like, like a cruiserweight. Luchasaurus is another great example of that. They're all workers that are just so happy. Luke Harper, Brody Lee is another great example of that because he was trained not to be necessarily a giant, but a giant that wrestled like a cruiserweight. Do you see, see what I mean? Like every single person that they brought in that was a a very large person could yeah. also work the lucha or the, the, the speed style. Yeah. You know what the difference about that is when you greet somebody and you treat them and train them, right? I bring up big show and man, you should throw drop kicks off the top rope in WCW. Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. He did that style and shit. And, and as much as his success in WCW was great, better name, bigger name, better worker when he went to WWE. Yeah. Because they knew what to do with him. Be a giant. Yeah, but yeah. that is a tried and true method in any fucking professional wrestling company. Giants mm-hmm. make money, draw ticket sales, all of that stuff. And there's people on that roster in, the, in AEW and Ring of Honor, specifically, that should be in a better... Brian Cage, promote him. Promote him. Don't have him be a throwaway. If he's as good as what everybody says he is, put him in the TNT title range. Put him for the TV title range. Like... I 100% agree. That's so, right, you fucking agreed. So this is not wrestling related, but I just... <laughs> Did you get rid of your uh, chlamydia? Uh, <laughs> that you gave me? Not yet. Um, apparently, Twitter is going to be renamed X. X going to give it to you. Wait for you to give it on your own. X going to deliver to you. Knock, knock. Open up the... According to Elon Musk. Okay. Um, ROH... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Because fuck you. WWE title match. Oh, no, wait. Ring of Honor title match. Quote, okay, disagree. Disagree. Stop. If you watch no, the no, no, no. Oh, here here's the thing. I was just I was gonna mention this. It's one, Ryan. You said that we're not being we're being too serious, but you're the one going off of being the serious one tonight. I don't understand what the fuck's going on here. Because I'm defending the women main event in the pay-per-view in terms of if you watch the product. Here, well, here's another thing, if you will let me fucking finish. It's hey, I finished it's a gimmick we do, so fuck off. Watch our product. I know you're on every other week now, but watch our product. 
Okay. okay. We do gimmicks like that. Two, I literally have in my notes, this should not have ended the show. Because there was literally like a five second build for it. So I was actually surprised this didn't open the show. I'm surprised that you said there was more than five seconds for the build. I mean, Sleazy, uh, Michelle's used to only about five seconds. I was putting it in terms that you would understand. And she must love it when you give her a full minute. It's the best 60 seconds of her fucking life. Still don't put her over. Just that one, just that one time. (laughs) Yeah, I just still don't I still don't put her over though. (laughs) Wow. Um I gotta go like I I gotta go finish the stats. Okay, hold on. Yeah, finish stats. 18 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh voice wrestling gave us four and a quarter. I'll talk first, I gotta run upstairs really quick. Uh this match was better than it should have been with five seconds of build. Makes sense it wasn't a main event because uh, Athena and Willow Knight and Gale have been having a great fucking feud on Ring of Honor TV. There was no way Pac was winning this belt until it felt like Pac was going to win this belt. And then fucking you to come out now and ah, there it is. Uh, Kingston's taking this belt off uh, Castagnoli if there's any God. If there's a God, it's Mark Briscoe. If there's a God, it's Jay Briscoe, and I'm out. Anyway. <laughs> Mark Briscoe was 100% winning the title here. Oh, yeah. 150,000%. 100%. Uh, I agree with most of them. I gave it four stars. It was a great match. Marred by some dumb spots. Like Pat getting put through a table right in front of the referee. And the referee just goes, cool. There's some leeway because it's a championship match. Yeah, Ryan will say that, but fuck him. No, it's stupid. No, I I, I agree with I agree with the fact that it's dumb. I, I'm just saying that that's that's right. how they usually cover it. Also, Pac uh, kicks out of the of a neutralizer when uh, pretty much Claudia was trying to go for it three or four times during the match and couldn't hit it. So you would think, oh hey, he hits it. Pac fears this move. He hits it, but then he kicks out anyway. Yeah, that, uh, no, that's fine. I was, I was fine like, with. I was like, eh, I mean, that, that that's a little nitpicky. But I was just like, if you're going to build up to him hitting the neutralizer, shouldn't that win the match? No, I, I disagree because he's not been using the neutralizer as the finish anymore. It's been his signature, and he's using it as a good near fall now. But the recall okay, bomb so, is his finisher. Okay, but, so that makes it even dumb now if he hasn't been using it as a finisher, but Pac feared it more so i i don't know it just... well he wasn't been going well the thing is he had an answer to the ricola bomb he had answers the neutralizer three times yeah <laughs> so i but... i don't know i it's it's nitpicky i was just like eh. i agree um, it's definitely nitpicky but still i'm valid in it fuck you i'm always right you're always wrong um but it was like ryan said it was a better match than it should have been I agree. Uh, it was a good match. It was a great match, hampered by the finish. Um, I thought the the air raid crash was a nice tip to Sheamus. Um, I hated the sh- the finish. I really did. Um, Yuta coming down. Yuta coming down, and then immediately having Pac lose. Like it. It, it was like a half a second. Yeah. There. Are you telling me? 
this world-traveled, multi-champion man who's who's done pretty much everything in the professional wrestling business can't be can be distracted by Wheeler Yuta coming out. Really? He did. <laughs> Just, it was so not, see, you're being nitpicky. We have no. I I don't, but, but I don't. I don't like it. I, I I think. Well, I don't like him trying to hit the neutralizer three times, and when he finally hits, it doesn't end the match. Like, it, it's no, we had to wait for Wheeler Yuta to to get involved to get to get his payday on the show. Right. Um, I thought the post match stuff was interesting and weird all at the same time. Um, why did the best friends come down to save when they shouldn't have a dog in this fight, so to speak? Right. And Which brings up the Lucha Bros. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, There's that was kind of thing about WLC on how great of a match that WLC is. Is that yes, <laughs> yes, we were we were talking about that, and I was like, I wish Ryan was here to defend it because I'm by myself. Oh in, my in god, it's one he's of the... by himself and wrong as always. It, so it, I don't it, know where he's talking about. Top three wrestling matches of all time that have no business being so good as what it was. It's up there with Knoxville and Zayn. You know, should not have been. It's a five-star match that nobody should give five-star match to. No one should give that a five-star match. You're absolutely Everybody right. should give the WLC a five-star match. You're See, the thing is. On a kickoff show. Crazy, what did you rate the ROH World Title match? A three and a half. Not as high as WLC. Not as high as we all see. Because the thing right. is, it would have been seven stars if it were in the, you know, the mini Tokyo Dome. <laughs> it's like a turtle shell. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little tiny turtle shell. It's in the middle of Asakusa, and it's just, you know, they, they pyro is basically just people doing uh, uh, incense. It's just great. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, I had to bet there. But again, yeah, I was shocked that this didn't open the show because I thought it would because there was no build. So I was just like, yeah. okay, that was weird. How was this in the semi-main spot? So, all right. Uh, ROH Women's Championship. Is no. Against no. Nightingale. Hold the fuck you again. Learn the fucking gimmicks. Which 20 is... minutes and 30 seconds. Sleazy. Oh, wait. Well, uh, oh, did you forget Oyster your Wrestling gave it four and a half stars. Sleazy, you're the woman's wrestling enthusiast. You still forgot your own gimmick. What's my own gimmick? Yo, dog, I heard you like women's matches. No. Sleazy would say, I do. And then you go into the spiel. There's so much fucking animosity on this show tonight. <laughs> No. Jesus Christ. It's like you guys fucking watched a Ring of Honor show or something. Uh, it's what happens when I only get on two weeks at a time. We don't have the, the subtleness. It has to come out in every two weeks, fans. You you, you got to get your shit in. Yeah. Um, three stars. Um, I was dis I was disappointed in the actual match. Um, there was a, quite a few messy spots in it. Um... Fuck your finish twice. Um, I I thought the once again the finish. Not a huge fan of it. 
you know, two O faces, but the second one wasn't enough. So we got to do a whole submission spot afterwards. And that was after they traded finishers and then no sold them. So no, show. no AEW show. And uh, who owns Ring of Honor again? I don't know. There's a some, lot of some cokehead owns. Ring there, of Honor. there was allegedly. A, allegedly, there was a lot of AEW style finishes on this show that I didn't. Oh, like. So you're saying that AEW doesn't know how to do book a match? We've no AEW knows how to book AEW matches. Okay, no, 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 no. Don't act like this is a fucking new thing. We've been talking about this for four fucking years. And you're good. Oh, I got you, motherfucker. No, fuck off. We've been talking about this for years. Tony Khan is not a booker. He's a money mark. That's great. We need money marks in the business because people need to get paid. He shouldn't be booking the shows. He should be having somebody who's experienced in booking shows, booking shows. Guys like, oh, I don't know, Vince Russo. Oh, your best friend on, on X. Vince Russo would be so well suited for AEW style of booking for angles and stuff because they want that attitude era without the attitude era. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what can I say? It was, I, I was shocked that Athena won. Yes. Right. That 100%. They build this up as the first woman's match ending in a, uh, finishing an ROH pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. They, and I was just like, they're not having a heel win. First time, they're not having a heel win. Willow's winning 100%. So you were wrong. I never said that. Yeah, you did. You just said. I, I, I never I, said. The words out of my I never said I was wrong that came out of my mouth. So, lawyers. Uh, but anyway, Sleazy, fuck you. This was my match of the night. Oh, for fuck's sake. Had, hey, the this fight, had the fight without honor not happened, it would have been match tonight. And what the fuck was it missing? I gave it four and a half stars. Your face. Um, uh, Sleazy did touch on it. Traded finishers, and I no-sold them. That was kind of my only beef. This this is the match where had no business being as good as it did. I didn't think they... Like, the ROH World Title match, right? Obviously, should not have been closed the show. There's no build. But I didn't think they earned the main event here. I think it felt forced. But then the match happened. And I'm like, okay. They put the work in. I mean, hard disagree, but... Yeah, but really. You're wrong. you're wrong. I mean, that... Whatever. I mean, that's fine. You guys are entitled to your opinion. I mean, you guys, I'm with you, dickhead. I think they did earn the main event spot. I watched the product. No, I think Sleazy is saying that they didn't put the work in. I I don't think it was as good as you guys thought it was. Yeah. This was the best best Ring of Honor women's match that's ever happened. I 100% agree with that. That may be true. (laughs) It's not not a high bar to clear. Yeah, I mean... it, it's I don't 100%. know, but they've had some good ones with like Allison Danger and them back in the day. It's just not a lot of Still. people's time. I I I am 
happy that they got the main event spot. I'm happy that it is two very hardworking women in the wrestling business that got that spot. I just wasn't a fan. And, and to be fair, three stars isn't a bad match. It was a good match. It just wasn't blow off my socks, you know, type of match. Wow. Why does Sleazy overrate some matches and underrate others? I don't get it. Terrible match, four stars. Yeah. Right? That match of night, two and a quarter. Fucking dickhead. That's why he rated Shabbat and Danny Garcia four and a quarter. That was my match of the night without question. It was a terrible match. That's why he rated it four and a quarter. I get it. We will argue this, Silver Black Blue. The fight without honor was the best match on this show because it had the most storytelling and the most believable spots. We all had three different matches of the night. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, it was my number two match of the night. So I I, I can't. It was my number two match of the night also. Yeah. (laughs) But. Law averages. Fight without honor wins on average. <laughs> that might actually be true on this Yeah, side. I mean, you can call law averages you want, but you're so wrong. Uh, overall thoughts on the show? Wasn't bad. I mean, it was way better than what I thought it would be. How about that? Okay, considering there was how many matches on the main card? Six? Eight. And then four eight. on... Eight? Excuse me. So eight plus four, 12 matches with... Builds that were questionable at best. And even Tony Khan openly saying before the show started that a lot of things fell through here. Yes. So to have this show happen the way it did, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. There were some misses. That, that, that's a good, that is a good exp, uh, explanation of the show. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. surprised. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Said the guy with the Ring of Honor hat behind him. Mark. Mm-hmm. Speaking fuck. of that, where is that fuck? Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Um, so obviously, Fat Man had a bunch of shit going on beforehand. No news and rumors this week. Um, because there really wasn't much. I had just quickly paused through. I didn't see much of anything. Uh, Ryan, was there something that you wanted to bring up? About wrestling or about the pay-per-view? Yes. Oh, just wrestling in general. Uh, your cool stack that you dropped on me the other day, actually. Oh, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, uh, so Dominic Mysterio is the first person to main event Raw, SmackDown, and NXT within the span of a week. Not it- only main event all title matches yes he yes. defended in one he challenged for another and well the other two he challenged for the tag titles and then obviously you won the um nxt north american championship i'm scrolling here now through uh wrestling because uh, that's the one yeah, I, I got love. i got i got some too uh wb's two weeks away from SummerSlam with 44 1,447 tickets sold. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in a tribal combat match. You know, we, we, we'll look up the card later. Um, when is that? Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks away? Yeah, Shit. it's this. What is it? The sixth? Fifth? Fifth? I'm bringing it up now. I might as well just go over the anyway. It's the fifth. So uh, Saturday. Fifth. A week from Saturday, yeah. So 13 days away. 
Um, due to high ticket prices, Dave Meltzer. Oh, sorry. According to Fuck Bob Dave Meltzer. We're getting better at that. Yeah, they said this year's SummerSlam will most likely be the highest grossing event ever in the United States for a non-WrestleMania event. Cool. Due, due to high selling ticket prices. He also discussed how many people are underestimating SummerSlam's success despite all in selling over 75,000 tickets to Wembley in a few weeks. His, here's his quote. As far as the idea of this giant crowd, I mean, this will probably be legitimately the big, biggest gross in the United States for a non-WrestleMania event in the history of pro wrestling since the beginning of time, which is an incredible accomplishment. But because of All In, it's most likely anything they announce is almost going to make some people try to say, oh, they're losers. You lost to dot, dot, dot. You know, this, you know, which is ridiculous. He's actually bashing AEW here, which is kind of cool. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna make the 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 bit of who punched Dave Meltzer in the dick in AEW because this has that's, been happening more recently. That thing where you know, like they're going to they're going in there. I mean, legitimately, they'll end up with fifty thousand people, which is a giant success. You know, he says you know a lot. You're gonna have those you know. people go. You know, it didn't even sell it out. Like there's a chance of selling out four field. There's a chance. There's no chance of this for SummerSlam. It's a disaster. You um, know. Yeah, if it's if people are willing to fifty thousand people in a dome isn't bad, and if they're going to be the highest grossing non WrestleMania event in the United States. That them. starts with S. It happens in August. I'm going to punch you in the fucking ovary when I see you. In August! Speaking <laughs> of which, speaking of August, guess what's... Uh, there's a piece of news that we didn't actually say anything about. Guess what's uh, going on sale on August 18th? WrestleMania tickets. Okay, so the actual tickets are on, uh, going to be on sale... The, the actual sale date is August 18th. There's pre-sale before then, and there's probably pre-pre-sale. Which is literally the day we're meeting up. Yeah. Um, there's already packages announced, too. Have you seen some of the packages? Yes. Holy goddamn. So they start at $800 and go all the way up to fifteen grand. I think, was the, the top one per, per package. And some of them were, like, ridiculous things. Like, so obviously... I'll tell you what I got for me and Dickhead when we did Mania. Everything oh, by included. the way, Dickhead messaged me today. Oh, God. But anyway, so I'll tell you what we got when we did our package. Mm-hmm. Guess how much it was per person because we had four of us. Hall, um, Hall of Fame and Madison Square Garden, which was Saturday night. Mm-hmm. A fan access on Thursday. There was fan access Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We had one fan access Thursday, Hall of Fame Saturday, fan access Sunday morning, WrestleMania Sunday night, Raw on Monday, and our hotel was included. That was our package. How much okay. did we pay per person? 900 Two grand per person. Okay. So, that's that's a good... 
Now, keep in mind that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That was decent seats for yeah. That was decent seats for Hall of Fame, decent seats for Mania, wicked seats for Raw. Okay, so here here's the I'm I'm going to pass on the silver package. Okay, the gold package. Okay, includes lower level seating, which means bottom bowl of a big fucking arena. So that's where we football would do stars. Stars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, pre-show hospitality with the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. A signed commemorative poster, a ring mat plaque, so they give you like a little tiny piece of the ring mat, official WWE Priority Pass gift pack, which means they give you a t-shirt, they give you Superstore Express Lane, which means the mark gets to purchase stuff before the other marks, a dedicated arena entrance, which means the mark gets to get in before the other marks, and a WWE credential and lanyard, which is a $5 item. Okay? No other tickets to anything else. No hotel. How much do you guys think that was, if you haven't seen this? I've seen it, because I'm actually looking at it right now, but I saw it before and I already knew it. Okay. I haven't. I'm going to guess three grand. You are incorrect. It's $4,000 per person. Yeah. Um, they they do have... I have the whole to- I have the whole towel packages. How obscene are they? Okay, so this is the silver package. Three nights plus ticket plus hotel. Upper level seating. You're at a um, select Philadelphia airport hotel. <laughs> which one do you want to get shot at? Which, right? by the way. I've stayed at an airport. It's it's not it's not far away from Lincoln Financial Field. How about right. that? Round trip event transportation. So here's a bus ticket. Bus ticket or Oh, we had them in my package too. Because we had the trains for Yep. Pre show tailgate with superstar appearances. Doesn't say who. The priority gift pass, dedicated stadium entrance, what you say. Mm-hmm. Flex pay available, reserved with a low deposit. Yeah. Starting at $2,335. So $335 means you don't get anything else in terms of tickets. The silver bundle Fortnite package. That was just a silver package. This is a silver bundle. Includes WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown. Upper level seating. You're at the Wingdom Philadelphia Hotel. That is a beautiful hotel, by the way. That's not a shitty hotel. Um, I think that's where the superstars are actually staying. Yes. Uh, and then I you get know. everything else. 3140. The gold, this is where you get the Philadelphia Rotten House Square Hotel with the pre-show hospitality from The Undertaker, the the mat, $59.25. So that gives you a good idea because that's exactly the same thing as the um, gold package without the hotel. So the difference between the two... They claim that the hotel stay 
and everything around the hotel stay is worth $1,925. Now, this is the champion bundle. This is the highest priced one. Four level seating. Wakeham Hotel, Undertaker, WrestleMania 30 commemorative chair with exclusive hostile free shipping, an ECW experience with Rob Van Dam, WrestleMania 40 live podcast media lounge, dedicated wait staff on the floor, plus lower, plus everything else. else, plus whatever all the other bundles hold. You bastard. $12,895. Wow. 13 grand. 13 grand. To go to fucking WrestleMania. And SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. You get the whole town. You get four events. You get a mean greet with the Undertaker. You get lower seating. You also get transportation and you get your hotel. Yeah. Fuck. For somebody coming in from out of state or out of country, that might be good. Out of country. Out of country. Yeah. Because everything, everything's taken care of for you, basically, yeah. other than food. And you can go to John's Roast Pork one night and fucking jack off at Pat's later. I, whatever. But the, the, the reality is that that package is not for any of us here. No. You know what I mean? That That is a pure Marks package. And and I don't hey, mean that in a bad hey, thing. I was going to say 100%. A, it's not a bad thing. I'd pay that because that's everything for me. Because unlike, yeah. unlike ye jaded fucks, I 1,000% proudly am a wrestling fan and love all every bit of that shit. I, no, I'm not saying thing. I don't, though. No, here's the thing. You could call us jaded fucks, but... If Sleazy didn't live an hour away, and I'm not five hours away, if I was, say, in California, that may be a, an option. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys didn't spring for anything fun, and you lived there and fucking for Mania 29. Like, you uh, didn't get a Hall of Fame. You didn't go nope. to Raw. Nope. You didn't do either one of the fan accesses. Okay, to be fair, I, I, I want to point out a couple of quick things with that. Number one... Funds were limited on that one. Yes. Okay, very much so. We yes. barely scraped enough money to actually get tickets to WrestleMania. Ring of Honor tickets were cheap as fuck. I know. We, that's why we bought them, because we were like, hey, these are cheap. We're there Friday. There's nothing to do. We, yeah. we only had a few days in New York fucking city where I wasn't sure exactly financially how we were going to deal with a lot of the things we did. So, little behind-the-scenes things. I lost my job a few months, be- like right before we were planning. Yeah. And so, I wasn't working other than with my business. Yeah. So we were scraping by. Now, when I went to Dallas, I went to the Hall of Fame. I went to Access. Yeah. You know, I at least went there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans. We did a lot more in New Orleans. New Orleans we did, yeah. Um PTSD going on there. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, funds were limited for that first WrestleMania trip for sure. It was more like, okay, we went to a rest because I already went to a WrestleMania sleazy. Didn't. We brought SpaghettiOs for a lunch for fuck's sake. And I was pretty excited about that. That was w- literally one of our fucking meals that mm-hmm. trip. 
that that we joked yep. about it, but that was that was not a work. That was a shoot. No. That's exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. Because we were scraping by on that fucking trip. Sure were. Um, but cheap ass Red Sox Yankees tickets and nosebleed seats. And then I think we paid more for a blanket than we did for the tickets. Oh, Sleazy went bye bye. Which means we're going shortly. Or is he yep. coming back? be coming back nope. we kind of lost everyone there sorry about you that um sorry i don't know if that was me or just how this worked i don't know um but the the point i i wanted to make was that we spent a lot of time planning that trip to the fucking minute we i got pissed because uh ring of honor or not ring of honor the manhattan center uh threw out some of our snacks so here's the th- yeah because the night when we met you guys, Sleazy brought his du- his bag in, the bag of many things. We had snacks in there. They let us in. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't. Saw it, too. They're saw like, it. I have food in here. Yep, didn't matter. And Devers just hit a home run. Sweet. But the next night in the same building for the Ring of Honor tapings, because I think we bought the Supercard of Honor bundle that had yeah. the taping the next day. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, you can't bring that in. We're like, we brought it in last night. And they go, we don't care. And I had to throw out like 15 bucks worth of food. Yeah. That we didn't have. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. That pissed me off so much. We were eating like dollar menu stuff at McDonald's. Yeah, it was so bad. The one meal we sprung on was Lombardi's. Lombardi's, yeah. Yeah. It was like the one. And then that was a tiny ass small Mm -hmm. piece of the sleazy and I shared. That we probably could have folded up and ate three bites out. <laughs> yeah, it uh, was small. Was like, it was good, but it was it small. was good, but it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, it was. We saw the they're... price. We're like, we're sharing this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh god damn it. Yeah. But yeah, it was just it, it, there were a lot of things that happened that weekend that you know, it was still a great memory. There was a lot of cool things we did. There were a lot of memories we made. But at the end of the day, that was a very budget-friendly trip. And and unlike probably what's going to happen this coming year, there's going to be so many more things that we'll be able to do because I live an hour away. So we could go to every fucking show we want to. We can go to... Because we're not paying for hotels. We're not paying for a shit ton. We're not paying for a fucking week's worth of rentals and shit like right. that. You know, yeah. there's going to be so much more that we'll be able to access and spoiler, there might be something we'll be doing. Uh, yeah. but, but the reality is that OnlyFans.com oh, slash wrestling show, please, my God. Oh. Um, but yeah, but having like Ryan come down and be able to, to spend that time with us, you know, being able to do this kind of stuff is, is so important to us from a wrestling perspective. And WrestleMania is so, such a big thing. So to have Meltzer to Swing it all the fucking way back here, you know, bitch about ticket sales and shit like that. And just like things are different, man. This economy is different. $13,000 for a package, unless this was like your dream vacation, is a lot of money. And I like Rob Van Dam. I don't, I like the character of The Undertaker. Uh, But I'm not sure I could justify spending even a fraction of that for that. 
I really don't think so. The only thing that it shows to me is that Rob Van Dam will not be doing any indie shows. Nope. Mm-mm. Tommy Dreamer, you're about to get booked a lot. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was... I'm looking forward to it. Like, again, you know, Sleazy's going to put up his, his home for at least, I know, at least for me. So... Mm-hmm. Again, that, that's in his past. I told you I'm sleeping in the bed with Sleazy Michelle for goes down. I don't give a fuck. Dude, there's a king-size bed. You can sleep with me. Remember, no lube. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, there's lube in the drawer if you want. I know. You I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying you need it. I'm just saying if you want it. Um... Anything else, guys? Jeff Jarrett named his Mount Rushmore of opponents. Oh, God. Who are they? Okay, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, China? China was an honorable mention. Ah, damn. AJ Styles. No. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is one. Sting? Sting is nice. Interesting. I wouldn't say the roadie, but... The roadie. <laughs> um, That's a good it's one. It's obviously Steve Bongo with Michael. Right? No. Are, are they all... Well, I shouldn't say all Hall of Famers because none... You know... Who would, who would be a good... Three of the four make sense. One of them kind of makes sense if you stretch it. Well, let let me put it this way. Are they all in TNA? Were they all in TNA? Technically, one of them was, but not during the time frame on why he would put them on the Mount Rushmore of okay, his so, opponents. And nobody from AEW. Yeah, nobody's. Okay, so it's all WWE guys. Um, is it? I would assume. I mean, maybe not, but. Is it people he he's already wrestled, right? People yeah. he has wrestled. His Mount Rushmore of opponents. Angle is one. That, that's a hard one. Jesus. Shawn Michaels. Has he worked Michaels? The IC title. Yep. And when I say the IC titles, you should think who number three is. Yeah, Monkey Talk Man? Razor Ramon. That's number three. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And number four, you're going to smack yourself when I say it because you'll be like, right. Uh, Kevin Sullivan? Jerry Lawler. Oh, yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? <laughs> That's just... That's yeah, like, that makes sense. That's why I was like, they're not all... WWE guys like Scott Hall was a TNA for like a legit cup of coffee, but this was after like, yeah. No, I thought Scott Hall was like on the first episode of uh, TNA. He was there and did the Kings of Wrestling shit like in a stable with Jared. But yeah, he never yeah, faced yeah. him. Yeah, like I said, he was in TNA, but when they talk about his Mount Rushmore, it was about opponents, and the IC title for that way was Razor. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. 
That makes sense. Is it, that's a cool little thing. I like that. Okay, well, let's uh, call it night, Ryan. Uh, put yourself over. Ryan Buckotch, Twitter, Reddit. I don't have a Reddit quote of the week because it's been a slow week on Reddit. Like, there's normal nonsense, but nothing to that has to be shared to the masses. So pick your game up, Reddit. I need stupid shit to say on the podcast. <laughs> um, so I've been I've been trying to put this over a little bit more these days. Um, so PWS scorecards is what we use when we do the 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 wrestling show staff prediction game. Um, I've been putting your email out there, Ryan Buck at thewrestlingshow.com, uh, to uh, sign up for that. Oh, yeah, I should, I should be checking that, eh? Yeah, probably should. Um, last sign-in was a year ago, so, I mean. <laughs> hey, actually, that makes sense, because it would have been right before I left my wife and on the other computer. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, I it, it's, a, it's a race to the bottom on who has logged in uh, least recently, you or Dietz. So, um, Dietz. Chip? Bless his soul has logged in eight months ago. So you guys all check your email. I logged in today. An hour, yeah, an hour ago. <laughs> Looks like two hours ago. Um, but yeah, if you want to join our PWS scorecard, Ryan is the person to talk to. Ryan Buck at WrestlingShow.com. Ryan Buck, gotcha. All it's right. Ryan, email, yeah. email yeah, yeah. Ryan Buck. Unlike Fat Man, who don't actually have fun with the scorecards, all the rest of us, even the people I do it here, have a blast doing the scorecards and then watching along and looking at the different side bets and shit because it's a real fun way to do it. And then I get miserable and pissy when I lose by three points. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> Literally, the only reason why I lost was I didn't get a single one of the match order correct. Yeah. Not one. Not even one. I put the Ring of Honor World Championship at the top. So did I as the main event. I was like, that's definitely going to be the main event. And then it was like, no, it's not. I beat you by three points. Yeah. I only got three points in the women's main event. Yeah. If I was going to, if I would have done it, I, put the, I would have put the ROH World title on first. You still would have been wrong. But I know. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, Right. But but the, but the that shows the the cool part about it is that, you cannot know a single goddamn thing about wrestling and still win these. It's just there's a lot of Problems. side bets and stuff like that that really make it fun. Yeah, kind of like if if the, I'm not sure, like the fight with the, how many unique weapons are going to get you. Yeah, yeah like uh, stuff yeah. like that is just pretty cool, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, fuck Chip because he wasn't on the show. Fuck uh, this is not on. Oh, draft okay, we we, we got to run Chip through the mud because. He's like, oh, I couldn't find it. We all illegally streamed this pay-per-view, dickhead. No, we did not. We purchased it on Fight. Oh, I, I did. I legally streamed it. <laughs> well, you're Canadian. It doesn't matter to you. Yeah. But the, the the thing is that watchringofhonor.com or watchroh.com was a thing. It happened. Pay-per-view.com. Apparently, you could have ordered yeah. it on YouTube TV also. See, I didn't know that. That's pretty interesting. Um, Bleacher Report was still doing it. Um, but, yeah, Fight was where, was where we got it from. Uh, but, the, but the thing is that um, the reality is 
sometimes schedules fucking suck, I guess. But um, I'll let I'll let this one go. Next one we won't be as uh, forgiving. Bastard. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we are Sleazy Fat Man wherever it is, like TikTok and uh, fucking Threads. Has either of you gone on Threads yet? No. Okay. Well, Threads, it, it seems okay, I guess. It's kind of slowing down, but whatever. Um, but Instagram, Threads, TikTok, Twitter. Go on over there. Give us a like. Videos you can find at twitch.tv slash sleazefatman. YouTube.com slash sleazefatman. Premium videos on OnlyFans.com slash the wrestling show. Don't forget that we do stream every Saturday. or God damn it. I did this last week. Every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Um, we do those live. If you want to join us by joining in on the chat, please do so. We're happy to be here. Um, we will actually interact with you guys while we're doing the show. You can find all sorts of content at wrestlingshow.com, including merch, articles, ton of other cool stuff. Like I said, the Fat Horseman t-shirt's out, available now. Yay! Get it! Mm-hmm. Um, you can get this podcast every Saturday morning wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. Don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform and click automatic downloads. It really does help us out. Once again, I do want to say uh, a thank you for the Rock Solid uh, Wrestling Talk for having me on their show this morning. That, that show's dropping uh, Wednesday at 6 p.m. on all their social media. I will link their social media stuff uh, in the liner notes to this episode. So, with thanks to Ryan, Yo. a thank you to not Chip for showing up on the show. So that's a fuck you for him. And as always, for Sleazy. Well, fat man. This is a wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Bouncer. Fuck Tim, Kenny Omega. Andre's on a sandwich. The sub is on a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Okay. So I fucked this up two weeks ago with Summer Brewery. I double checked. We're going to try something new next week. NXT Great American Bash is live Sunday at 8. We're going to try doing a live watch along. We're going to try it and see how it goes. God help us all. I'm a truth that you seem to run from I'm an army of one I'm a flip in your gun